podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, villains. Just wanted to pop on before this podcast airs, just to let you know there are some audio issues with this podcast. Um, they have been sorted out uh, for any future podcasts, but uh, just bear with us with regards to this one. Um, audio drops in and out at certain parts, and it does end a small bit premature. But hope you enjoy, hopefully you enjoy it anyway. This is the AZ Alkmaar preview for Aston Villa versus AZ Alkmaar in the Europa Conference League. Chat to you again soon. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello everybody and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast and I have absolutely no idea what went on there. Um, all my audio just shut down just before, uh, just as, as the team music went. I hope everyone can hear me. Can you guys hear me? Maybe you can hear me. Yes, you can hear me. I think people are saying up the villa in the chat room. So that means that everybody can hear me, I hope. If you can't, well, I'm saying some of the best, best stuff that you've ever heard and um, I will never be able to repeat it again. So. Um, Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. Oh, you can hear me. That's fantastic. Excellent. Paddy was supposed to join me today, um, but Paddy has been taken with something at the moment, so uh, he may jump on in, um, in in a couple of minutes whenever whenever he's back, but um, he may also may not, so I apologize for him being missing today. But I'm really looking forward to this game. Aston Villa versus Azad Alkmaar um, in the return leg, I suppose, um, from uh, obviously Villa winning winning in in Alkmaar. And reason I'm really looking forward to it is I think that Aston Villa can seal their fate within this um within this group tomorrow with a win. Um I think a win tomorrow is absolutely huge for, for Aston Villa, obviously coming back home. And um it it's it, like obviously a lot has been made in the last week about Villa's home form as opposed to their away form and stuff. And and you know what I'm I'm not there yet, and it's it's not a it's not a huge thing for me, you know. A team in transition like this, and a team that isn't the finished article, is always going to have um, blips like we had against against Nottingham Forest. Uh, I I didn't get too into the weeds with regards to the whole. Let's question a lot of things about this, and you know, you've seen people look. I suppose one one thing it really does kind of what one thing last weekend's game really did kind of show me was that. A pat in the back is only a couple of inches away from kick up the hole. Is 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 what last uh, what last week's game showed me. The week before, everybody was singing that Una Emery's play. Not Villa outside of Villa fans. I'm not talking about Villa fans here. I'm talking about the greater footballing fraternity singing Una Emery's praises. He was great. He was going to Manchester United, and then Monday morning, everybody was giving out about the high line. Everybody outside of Aston Villa fans are giving out about the high line. Yet then Ange Postacoglu plays a high line with only nine men, which was absolute crazy. Well, you know, they, they held their own against a poor a poor Chelsea team. But the reason they held their own was because Chelsea couldn't get their act together until they went down to nine men. And then uh, in, in injury time, when Spurs were pushing for an equaliser, Chelsea went away and scored two goals. So 
like it, it's it's mad the fickle nature of discussion, I suppose, around this this specific Aston Villa football team with regards to the the wider footballing fraternity. Us Aston Villa fans that watch it week in, week out, I think we're pretty comfortable in the position that we're in. And we should be pretty comfortable in the position we're in now at the moment. As my seven Paddy said, we're 18 months to two years probably ahead of where we should be on the field. And that's all thanks to Unai Emery and and the board and and the recruitment that we've 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 done recently. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, and there should be a lot of plaudits given to given to to, to the whole um the whole situation. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think this is the perfect game for Aston Villa coming back home. It's the perfect game for Aston Villa against a good team, as they are a good team, you know, before, you know, they are, they're uh, the best team outside of ourselves within this group. And, uh, and this is a way for Aston Villa to come back and have that game. We win tomorrow, maybe, let's just say we go and we win 2-0, 3-0 tomorrow. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not making a prediction on that. But if you go and, and you win and you play well tomorrow, it really erases the, new, the, the Nottingham Forest game for me because we're going to have blips away from home and we're going to have blips at home as well when the time comes. But the team is humming along nicely. And for me, it's always been a situation of when we started to have this really, really good run, at the start of the season, or, 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 or recently, I started messaging Paddy and I started saying, this is absolutely fantastic for Aston Villa. Get to January and if we need to strengthen, strengthen, because if we're having this run now, we can bring bodies in in January, even if it's just two bodies. I think the team needs two more players. Um, not even in the first 11, I think the squad needs two, two more players of high quality to come in. And I think that this team, like this team is already cooking with gas. I think this team could be really formidable. Um, if they got two more players in, and there will be more spoken about that, but I, I, I think that the the prospects for this team, couple of months, very complicated, and good runs in Europe, and obviously getting back up in the horse against Fulham this weekend. So these next two weekends, these next two games, I say before this weekend, really, really important for Aston Villa. I don't think there's a lot of pressure on them, but I think it's, I think they're important games, and I think they're games that the club and that the, the players, as I say, and the coaching staff know are important games because they could really, they really could shape where the month of December goes after we come back from from the from the international break. So, um, so the Altmer game is obviously first up. It's it's up tomorrow, and and, and I think if Aston Villa win this game tomorrow, I think Aston Villa qualify. Uh, out of their group, whether it's first or second, I don't really care. Uh, I just want to qualify out of the group uh, and and get there, get to that second, that second stage, get to the next next portion of the event, and and see what happens from there on in. Um, I think the Aston Villa should be going and looking at uh, at at the um at this game tomorrow with uh, you know we should have all of our eyes on this game tomorrow and then maybe worry about Fulham then afterwards. It's not ideal. This you know, we've got Thursday, Sunday, and then players looking towards international duty. Uh, I suppose I should really have started off as well earlier on by saying congratulations to Douglas Luiz getting called up to, to Brazil. Uh, the Brazilian squad and some of the lovely words that Brazil about him there. So, you know, the players will have a lot in their minds over the next six to 12 days, six to, to 10 days um, as they go through not only the Aston Villa games playing on to the international international sphere as well. Uh, and these two games come in close proximity. It's not ideal, but it's something that the has shown that the team has shown that they're able to able to manoeuvre um, all the performances which are not great. 
we've got the result against, uh, against Alcar, we've got the result against, um, against Mostar. Now we need to re replicate that result against Alcar and then look forward to, to, to Fulham afterwards uh, as, as well. So um, uh, I'm just bringing up um, one or two things here because Unai Emery today within the, the press conference was some worries maybe around Matty Cash after he came off uh, against Forest. Everything looks okay with Matty Cash. Everything looks okay with Alex Moreno. No setbacks after being on the bench last weekend. So that's fantastic. We're going to see him. Looks like John Duran is going to be available as well. So the strength of squad once again has been strengthened by players returning from injury, which is superb to see. Um, we're not really going to focus too much on what the team is going to look like when it's laid out because I think there will be some changes in this game. I think Carlos will come back in in this game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see Leon Bailey will, will start, I would imagine. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tielemans in there. There was a lot spoken about Tielemans as well today by Unai Emery. Um, with regards to uh, with regards to his uh, availability and how he's progressing as a player as well. So that's absolutely fantastic to see there too. Um, you know, so there will be changes. It's just impossible to try and, try and predict what the team is going to be. Um, so I think I'm going to stay away from that. But I do think there are going to be some, some changes. Um, one of the more interesting pieces is that AZ have only played one game since we uh, beat them 4-1. And that was a one-all draw against Excelsior. So prior to us playing AZ, they were on a massive run of winning games. Aston Villa arrive on and then beat them 4-1. And then Alkmaar draw one all with Excelsior. It wasn't exactly the best day uh, for, for them. Um, the goal that was scored was Minions uh, scored the goal uh, for them, their midfielder. Vlidis uh, didn't uh, get in the score sheet. A um, couple of other things that have happened as I've recently as well as Laka, the, uh, the left-back that they, they had that was, was suspended for the game against Aston Villa. Actually, there was some shenanigans went on. Not shenanigans, but some shenanigans is actually really the wrong word. There was some courtroom and UEFA appeal shenanigans is what I mean, going on there, whereby Azed appealed it, and something along the lines of where UEFA had never actually told him that they had already upheld the decision previously for two games suspension. So Azed felt aggrieved about that. They wanted, they wanted him back so that he could play. He's obviously not going to be there against Aston Villa, and um, you know, that's, that's good news for Aston Villa. Uh, that, that is good news for Aston Villa, because uh, he's quite good there. Um, Outside of that, at the weekend for Alkmaar, you know, all their big guns played. Um, uh, their back four was, actually, it was a slight, a slight change in their back four. Bruno Martins Indy uh, was, was, was in there. Suguara played. Wolf played. At left back was actually quite poor. I watched a bit of this game. This is how I know. I watched a bit of the Kelsey and Azeg game. And uh, Wolf was um, left back last Villa targeted. Uh, in in the last game, and he's the fellow who came out afterwards and said Aston Villa were one of the better teams he's ever played against with regards to how they performed within transition. And even though you knew what they were going to do, still hammering away at it. it looks like it, at the weekend against Excelsior, he was somebody that was targeted as well because the man who won actually won the match was the 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 right fullback, um, this uh, right fullback slash wingback Ormans, I think his name was. Uh, he was up and down that, that right-hand side and he was attacking at Wolf, Mother uh, um, Wolf, uh, to be banned down there all day. So I would imagine Aston Villa are going to look to try and have some sort of uh, uh, a dominance there and look to try and have some sort of uh, uh, a foothold 
at that part of the in that part of the field. Um, so uh, I would imagine imagine that that's something that they're going to look at there as well. Um, as always, keeping Pavlidis quiet is going to be. Um, uh, my sound is dropping. Is my sound dropping? Somebody saying? Oh, someone plugging. Uh, what's going on with my my sound? The sound is in and out. Oh, I don't know. Is this any better? Is this any better, everybody? I don't know. Um, anybody? Is this any better, everyone? I had little hands near my audio setup. Let me know. Um. Sounds like the signal. I don't know. I don't know what I can do, guys. Um, Robot here, every now and then. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Everything is looking okay on my side here. But... You're missing all the good stuff. You're missing all the good stuff. Um, yeah, so keeping Pavlidis is, uh, is, is quiet. It's going to be something that we're going to have to look at. Um, obviously, he's their main striker. Didn't score at the weekend. Didn't score against us the first day, but he was the man who was, who was definitely um, getting the uh, getting Fred Lyons' share of the ball. Um, he was forced wide and off a lot against us the first day. And that wasn't something that uh, it wasn't something that wasn't comfortable doing. Sorry, he was comfortable doing it, but it wasn't something he wanted to do. They wanted him on the end of the ball to having point to the channels to get the ball, but uh, that's where he was forced. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's something that we want to try and get him to do in the future, is push him out wide so that uh, once he's out wide, he can, uh, he, he, he should, in theory, provide less of a danger to us as well. Um, so... Uh, um, I have no idea what's wrong. I'm going to end the stream uh, if, my, if my audio isn't, isn't up to scratch. But I'm going to end the stream and um, we'll be back in tomorrow with TG Tantrum. Try and figure out what this is because I have absolutely no idea what the story is. As I said, there was little hands near my setup earlier on and uh, maybe something has been plugged out. Um, right, see you tomorrow for Team Sheet Tantrum, everybody. Apologies about that. We'll get the audio, audio issue started. Um, in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll chat to you later for team sheet. We're going to win. Uh, that's my that's my synopsis on it. And as it are a good team. Um, but uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow for the team sheet tantrum. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and all I have to say is up the villa. Podcast Network.